Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store. Orleans Cape Cod. BirdWatchersGeneralStore.com. By L.L. Bean. Inspiring you to get outdoors. LLBean.com. By Celestron. Offering binoculars and scopes for birders of all levels. Celestron.com. By Birds and Beans Shade Grown Bird Friendly Coffee. Birdsandbeans.com. And by Chimani. Visiting a national park? Let Chimani guide you. Chimani.com. Good morning. Welcome to our show, number 578. Starting with a big thank you to our friends at L.L. Bean and Maine Audubon for welcoming us for our live broadcast there at the L.L. Bean Birding Festival presented in cooperation with Maine Audubon. Thanks to all our friends there, Lori Gilman and Bill Yo, and thanks to our guests, Tim Gallagher and Doug Hitchcox. Tim Gallagher from Gallagher from Cornell Lab and Doug Hitchcocks from Maine Audubon. Meanwhile, a quick local note here. There's that note. We're very excited to announce that we have house wrens nesting in two of the nest boxes in our Talking Birds garden right behind our studio here on the south shore of Massachusetts. How cool is that? Meanwhile, from our Things That Didn't Happen department... Talking Birds uh, Facebook followers may have seen our post about yours truly's scheduled appearance on National Public Radio's Weekend Edition Saturday, June 4th edition. But we were bumped because of their extended coverage of the very sad passing of the great Muhammad Ali. However, we have been rescheduled for next week, so we hope you'll tune in. That's on Saturday morning, June 11th, on your favorite NPR station. Check, as they say, your local listings for the broadcast time in your area. By the way, our topic for that is an unusual one, the bird connection to incidents of intrigue, espionage, and murder. Saturday morning, June 11th, on NPR's Weekend Edition Saturday. Hey, are you heading for a national park sometime soon in this year of the 100th anniversary of the National Park Service? Well, if you are, it's a good idea to have lots of information before you go and while you're there. In just a few minutes, we're going to test drive an app that will help us do just that. And if you'd like to try test driving it with us, here's what to do. Just go to chimani.com. That's C-H-I-M-A-N-I. Chimani.com and download the free app for Joshua Tree National Park. That's the one we'll be test driving. So go to chimani.com right now and choose the Joshua Tree National Park app. If you'd like to try that test drive with us this morning. Extra, extra, read all about it. Some of the stories and videos on our Facebook page this week. First one is, in New Hampshire, a tough new ban on lead fishing tackle goes into effect to protect loons and other birds. How beachgoers can enjoy the surf without disturbing the plovers. And a new biography highlights Franklin Roosevelt's conservation work and love of nature. Some of what we have for you on our Facebook page right now. And whether you're a Facebook follower or not, you can connect to more stories right on our TalkingBirds.com webpage. Well, our Debbie Bleacher is with us this morning. And she has some interesting stuff to tell us about in this visit to the Talking Birds Science Corner. Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. 
On a recent Talking Bird show, we spoke about some new research indicating that road noise can interfere with birds' ability to hear warnings from other birds about approaching predators. Well, that's obviously a noise pollution challenge for birds, but they're also challenged by light pollution. Excess light not only causes birds to be confused and crash into buildings, but it also apparently slows down their migration. Our Debbie Bleacher is here in the Science Corner to explain what some new research about this phenomenon is telling us. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Ray. So what's going on here, Debbie? How is lighting slowing down bird migration? Well, researchers at the University of Windsor have discovered that bright lights might cause migrating birds to zigzag rather than follow the darker course they might otherwise take. Hmm. So birds are not avoiding the lighted areas as you might as you might think they would do, but they're actually going toward those areas instead. Yeah, their research indicates that they that more birds go through lighted areas like cities with lots of bright lights then we'll go around them, um, away from the lights. So this is causing them to fly that zigzag pattern, as you said, instead of more direct routes, and that's a problem. Yes, um, it's a problem for two big reasons. Uh, one of them is that a zigzag route takes more of a bird's energy. So when the birds arrive at their destination, they are more depleted than they otherwise would be. Mm -hmm. um, and the other reason is that that zigzag route takes longer. So they could arrive too late to uh, take advantage of a food source, or they might miss part of a mating period, something like that. Mm -hmm. So if we just turn off our backyard lights, I guess that would help a little bit at least. But where does the research go from here? Yeah, well, actually, that is a that would help a whole lot. And uh, the researchers are looking for other options, for instance, changing the intensity of city streetlights. Thank you, Debbie. You're welcome. We'll see you here in the Science Corner again soon. By the way, you can find out more info about that light pollution problem right on our Talking Birds website. It's one of the blogs you'll find there right now. That's at TalkingBirds.com. Still to come on our show today, we'll connect live with the man in Maine who has created that series of apps to guide us through our magnificent national parks. We'll also connect live to a man in Massachusetts, our own Mike O'Connor on Cape Cod at the Birdwatchers General Store We'll explain why your backyard bird feeding may be going into a swoon in the month of June. And in just a moment, we'll meet the raptor that many folks say should be our national bird. It's already today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend. Talking Birds is made possible by Celestron, a leading optics company offering binoculars and spotting scopes for birders of all levels. Celestron is dedicated to education and bird conservation and proudly supports many nonprofit organizations that share the same commitment. Celestron says, we care about birds and nature in our backyard as well as yours. Enhance your view with Celestron. Visit Celestron.com and discover more. Many people say that today's featured feathered friend should be our national bird and symbol of the United States. And no, Mr. Franklin, I don't mean the wild turkey. I'm talking about the bird that is the national emblem of Mexico and Germany and Austria and Kazakhstan. High five! And is featured on the coats of arms of other countries, including Egypt and Iraq. You've probably figured out by now that the bird is the golden eagle.
It's virtually the same size as the bald eagle, but not a scavenger as the bald eagle generally is. The golden eagle is capable of killing large prey like cranes, deer, and domestic livestock, but its typical prey is rabbits, hares, ground squirrels, and prairie dogs. The golden eagle, which gets its name from its golden mane, or nape, is sometimes mistaken in flight for a turkey vulture, although it's much larger, with longer wings not held in a V-shape the way the turkey vultures are. The golden eagle is one of only three North American hawks or eagles whose legs are feathered all the way to the toes. The golden eagle was also the model for the aquila, the standard of the Roman legions, as reflected in its scientific name, Aquila Crisitos. Still used to hunt foxes and even wolves in Western Mongolia, China, Romania, and Kazakhstan. Very nice, yes. The Golden Eagle is today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend. Thanks again for being with us here on our show number 578. We hope you'll uh, follow us on our website. That would be TalkingBirds.com. That's a pretty new, uh, beautiful website there. And hope you'll follow us, too, on Facebook and Twitter at TalkingBirds.com. Well, 2016 marks the National Park Service's 100th anniversary. And by way of joining in the celebration, we're going to be broadcasting our Talking Birds show from several national parks later this year. And how will we maximize our visits and avoid getting lost in the process? Well, we'll get ourselves some apps from Chimani. What's Chimani? Well, let's find out from Chimani co-founder Carrie Gallivan, who is on the phone with us right now. Good morning, Carrie. Morning, Ray. Great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. And I'm going to take a seven-word phrase, Carrie, from your own website, Chimani.com, that apparently describes the impetus for creation of these apps. And I hope this isn't too personal. It says you were, quote, Frustrated and alone in the rain in Maine. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> that pretty much uh, sums it up. Although you know, I, I intended to be alone, so it wasn't. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the you know the the real uh, moment and kind of odd. The epiphany moment literally happened on top of a mountain, which I don't think always happens. But um, it was actually up in Acadia National Park and. It was back in um, you know 2009, and at that time I had my first generation iPhone, and I could really kind of see I wanted to use it as a tool when I was hiking in the park, and I knew that a lot more people were going to start using these mobile devices, and and that's what kind of really gave me the moment to really begin building this as a tool. Well, you have an overview app, Kerry, for all the national parks, and then individual apps for specific parks. How many parks? do you cover with your apps? Yeah, well, just Wednesday, we launched uh, an individual uh, guide for all 59 national parks, oh. as we like to say, from Acadia to Zion. And um, But we also do, we've, we've had for some time now, an app for Cape Cod National Seashore, because I know you have a lot of listeners from Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. So that's been out there as well. Beautiful. Cape Cod National Seashore, a gorgeous uh, place, as, as you well know. And you have a five-word phrase, Carrie, on your website that I think folks would find of interest. It's, all our apps are free. 
Really? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, it's really important. As you, as you know, that, you know, the, the mobile app space is, a, is an interesting one, but we find it, you know, most effective to, to make sure that all the content and all the apps are free. There's no sort of, you know, upsell when you download them, you know, to try and get you to, to get, get in the hook once you download them. All of them are, they're all completely free. And the other thing to note is that they all work without a cell phone as well. A lot of people are wondering, why would I want to use an app when I'm in the middle of Yosemite or Yellowstone where there is no cell phone? And that's what's unique about we do is we make sure they all work without a signal. So you can, well, you can sort of download maps and all that and have them Absolutely. right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we have, uh, we have the Joshua Tree uh, National Park uh, app fired up right here on our iPad, Carrie. So I thought we might try to do a little kind of a you know a, an audio demo we, we won't we'll just describe what we're what we're doing as we go along here joshua tree national park in california's mojave desert right exactly beautiful place a uh, wonderful desert park um you get if, if you've been to la I, I tend to refer to as uh los angeles's uh national park playground they get a lot of folks <laughs> coming from la out there yeah not that far away really yeah, just, exactly. Just to go on the site is kind of worth it because that picture is so gorgeous when you first get yeah. on the app. Absolutely gorgeous. So I'm seeing a whole bunch of choices here. Photo gallery, trip planning, ranger events, information, auto touring, hiking trails, bicycling, camping. Why don't I pick one of these? I'm going to just punch up. Well, this would fit you, uh, Carrie, because you're a hiker. I'm hitting hiking trails. So I get a selection now. North entrance area, Black Rock Canyon. Uh, Cottonwood Spring and a whole bunch of them here. So you can get, I'm going to hit North Entrance Area. And it's a whole, give us a description of what we find there. I see Arch Rock na Nature yeah, Trail. Exactly. So really, you know, the goal of uh, each one of the apps is to help you quickly identify what's most appropriate for you. And whether it's you as an individual and your general ability or you as a group. Because many people that are going to the parks are also traveling with families. And so these are just overviews of each one of the trails. So if we go ahead and click in, say, for example, Arch Rock Nature Trail, mm -hmm. one of the first things that we see is not only a photo, so you can get a, you know, a visual context of, right. of the trail, but then we quickly let you know that this is an interpretive trail, so a very easy uh, type of a trail. Um, and also, it's, it's only 0.3 miles. So these types of trails are perfect for families or just folks who just want to get outside, get a feel for the landscape, uh, but don't want to get caught into a difficult or strenuous situation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the other interesting thing I'll point out if we're still looking at the Arch Rock Trail is on the top right corner, we've got a small little map icon. And so if we go ahead and press that map icon, it brings us right down to the actual map, and you can oh, see the overview wow. of the trail itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow, yeah, it came right up. That is beautiful. There's also a button here for audio. What's that about? Yeah, so exactly. So what we do is, we for some of the more popular points of interest within a trail, we create uh, custom audio files just to describe the content. Um, so if we were to go ahead and press this, you would hear our voiceover artist narrating essentially details about this trail. Um, this is really popular feature because a lot of people are, you know, they're traveling to the parks by car or, and they're traveling within the parks uh, a lot of times in the car. And it's more helpful just to have it plugged into their audio player and listening to it as a group as opposed to just having to always read it. Mm -hmm. 
You even have things I notice on here, sunrise and sunset, so you can get an idea of the local conditions from that. Absolutely, yeah. We make sure, and that's updated dynamically, because, you know, whether you're a photographer or a, a birder, you, you know, those times when the parks are awaking, awakening and, you know, and going to sleep, or in some instances, there's an awakening for night sky photography. This is really a great tool to help people just understand the conditions, particularly if you're traveling from away and you're not quite familiar with the time cycle of the parks. Mm-hmm. Also on there is uh, parking and food and lodging and, yes, restrooms, everything. You thought of everything here, Carrie. Well, you know, the restrooms are kind of funny because that's almost one of our most popular features within the apps. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. I, I hear you. I hear you. You it, can only imagine traveling as a family. That becomes a pretty important issue when, the, you know, the little one has to go. <laughs> Indeed. Or the big ones, for that matter. Exactly. Yeah. So you can get the Chimani apps at Apple Store, Google Play, Amazon? Exactly. They're all available on each one of those major uh, app stores, available for iPad as well as for individual phones. And you can just type in Chimani, C-H-I-M-A-N-I, and it gives you a complete list of all the parks. Um, Or like you had mentioned earlier, you could download the National Parks by Chimani app, and, and that gives you a link to all 59 parks that we have available. Finally, Carrie, I have to ask you about the name Chimani. Where did that come from? Yeah, long story. So I did an outward bound program while I was living and studying in, in Zimbabwe, and there is a national park called Chimani Mani Mountains National Park. Ah. Well, I was a young college student in the, the early 90s when I did that, but when I left, um, everyone called that at region Chimani, and I registered the domain name, the internet domain name, back in 94, and I said, wow. one day I'm going to start a national, I'm going to start a company. Mm. Little did I know that it actually was going to be related to national parks. Wow. So. <laughs> Pretty cool story. Kerry Gallivan, co-founder of Chimani and a man who is no longer frustrated and alone in the rain in Maine. <laughs> Thanks to his own free Chimani apps. It's a beautiful thing, Kerry. Congratulations on creating it, and thanks for being with us. Thanks so much, Ray. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Coming up next, it's our mystery bird contest in just one minute. Next time you're shopping for wild bird food, look for Audubon Park. It's the finest kind, and you can choose from more than a dozen selections, including no-waste patio blends and species-specific blends. And the folks at Audubon Park encourage all who feed backyard birds to follow these important rules to help keep birds safe and healthy. Choose seed made in the USA. Fill your feeders with no more than a week's supply of food. Clean your feeders weekly with soap and hot water or a solution of bleach and water. Make your windows visible to birds to prevent crashes. Place feeders away from windows and safe from predators. Offer water for drinking and bathing and refresh it daily. Keep cats indoors. Reduce your lawn, mow it less often, and skip the fertilizers and pesticides. Plant native shrubs and trees. And keep outdoor lights as dim as possible and use them only when necessary. Simple rules for healthy birds from the folks at Audubon Park Wild Bird Food. And for a complete list of backyard bird feeding tips, visit the Discovery Center at AudubonPark.com. That's AudubonPark.com. Talking Birds is made possible in part by the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, a world leader in the study, appreciation, and conservation of birds. Please check them out at birds.cornell.edu. You're eligible on our Mystery Bird Contest if you haven't been a winner here in the past six months. And if you're not hearing our show live, remember you can do so live online from wherever you are. 
Just go to TalkingBirds.com and see how very easy it is to do that. Our prize this morning, the Droll Yankees Window Mount Songbird Feeders. This is part of their new line of feeders. It features a spiffy songbird and blueberries design. It attaches to your window with three strong suction cups and provides a clear unobstructed view of the birds we have a bonus prize again this week our favorite coffee we urge coffin we are talking birds listeners to drink this coffee because it actually saves birds it truly does it's birds and beans so our prize is a 12 ounce bag of birds and beans shade grown bird friendly coffee that's our bonus prize on our mystery bird contest here's the number to call this is kind of the important part 781 787-4900. That's 781-837-4900. Here's the sound of our mystery bird. Our mystery bird is a large wading bird with a white throat and underparts. It's black on top from the face and the neck to the tail. It has very long, thin red legs. A long, thin black bill and red eyes. Our bird often feeds by plunging its head into the water in pursuit of prey like crawfish, brine shrimp, beetles, and tadpoles, and is known to herd fish into shallow waters to trap them there. And then guess what happens? All right, 781-837-4900 is the number. 781-837-4900. Please call us as soon as you can. Meanwhile, what about that June swoon The birds in your backyard, are they not coming to your feeders all of a sudden? Well, Mike O'Connor from the Birdwatcher's General Store on Cape Cod uh, can tell us why that may be happening. Let's ask Mike live in just one minute. Hi, this is Scott Whitensall, naturalist and author of Living on the Wind. Like me, you probably love this time of the year when the birds that fill our summer with song and color return for another season. But there are fewer and fewer of them every year. Fortunately, one of the easiest and most effective ways to conserve high-quality songbird habitat in Latin America is to drink shade-grown coffee that carries the bird-friendly certification of the Smithsonian Migratory Bird Center. Birds and Beans is the only brand that sells only bird-friendly coffee. It's USDA organic certified and also certified as fair trade, so whether you're concerned about bird conservation, environmental health, or social justice, it's the right choice. And it's delicious coffee. Best of all, Bird Friendly is the most stringent shade coffee certification program in the world, so you know that your purchase is directly conserving critical habitat for the warblers, thrushes, and other beautiful birds that make this time of the year such a delight. Thanks. The birds will be grateful. Well, last week we missed the music for Mike O'Connor, and I'm not sure he's forgiven us yet, but I guess we're about to find out as we go down to the Birdwatcher's General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod, and see if Mike is there and willing to speak with us. Good morning, Mike. Perhaps I got not. other problems to worry about. Right? Oh. <laughs> you had me worried there for a minute. We didn't, we, we didn't hear you again. <laughs> no, the music. I'm over that now. I'm on to another situation. All right. You're it's into the Richard June Lewis swoon. Right? Go ahead. Well, yeah, the June swoon. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, here's what's going on now, folks. If you have bird feeders and you've been getting a lot of birds, and I, a few weeks ago I said how May was such a wonderful time for birding mm-hmm. because the birds have returned and everybody's hungry and all the winter food has been gone. And feeders are very active. And in one week, it was we sold so much bird seed, we sold out. We sold like ten tons of bird seed, which is only we all we can hold, and a lot wow. of it we sold out of. It was crazy. Hmm. And now we can't give it away. Hmm. And it's just the opposite of what you would think because all the birds are back. But the birds have switched from 
um, looking for seeds. They're, now they're, they're eating all those insects, all those little worms, all those things that are making everybody upset. You know, oh, we got to spray the trees. We got to save the trees. Don't spray your trees. The birds yeah. depend on those. Those little greeny inchworms that come down. The birds not only eat them themselves, but they feed those to their babies. And the, mm-hmm. the young birds are nesting now, and the parents are looking for these in- insects, and they're stuffing in the mouth of their babies. But what they're not stuffing in is bird seed, which mm-hmm. is which is <laughs> not good for me. That's or, a double whammy for you because you're selling no seed, and then people are complaining because they have no birds. Right. They come in. They, right. Exactly <laughs> right. They call up and they say, you know, I always get this food, and it, it's no good this time because the birds aren't coming. And I said, no, 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 it's June. They, it never happened before I hear. No, it happens every June. They just forget. <laughs> so the birds will come back. As soon as the, the babies hatch, they'll be back, and they'll be eating the seeds, and I'll be able to, you know, afford new shoes. All right, and get another 10 tons of bird seed in there. Okay, right. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. See you next you week. You got it. All right, Mike O'Connor down there at the Bird Watchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. And meanwhile, we're back here at the Mystery Bird Contest trying to identify this mystery bird. A large wading bird with a white throat and underparts, black on top from the face and the neck to the tail. It has very long, thin red legs, a long, thin black bill and red eyes. Often feeds by plunging its head into the water, going after crawfish and brine shrimp and tadpoles, and will herd fish into shallow waters to trap them and eat them. 781-837-4900 is the number here. A beautiful Droll Yankees window-mount songbird feeder is our prize, and we have Madonna in West Roxbury, Massachusetts, here with us. Hey there, hey there, Madonna. Ray, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Oh, fine. I have a guess. I don't think it's correct, but I thought I'd take a shot at it. Okay. The great blue heron? Great blue heron. You are correct that that is not correct. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know that was a, that was kind of mean. Not a great blue heron, a top quality guess, but not exactly right. All right, right. Good to talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> Good to talk to you, Madonna. Thank you. We go to Dave, who's in Hillsboro, North Carolina. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Whereabouts is Hillsboro? Hillsboro is just outside of the Research Triangle Park, Raleigh-Durham, Chapel Hill area. Raleigh-Durham, Chapel Hill. All right. Well, thanks for calling in from North Carolina, Dave. And what do you think our mystery bird is? Well, I just got my lifer of these in Kansas, so uh, I think it's a black neck stilt. Wow. Congratulations on, on the lifer and uh, on the correct answer. Thank you. In Kansas. That's pretty unusual. Well, yeah, although I, I came back with eight lifers. All of them were shorebirds. There's a Quivira um, wildlife ref, uh, refuge, I guess. It's a bunch of salt marshes uh-huh. in western Kansas. So it's right on one of the flyaways. There's all sorts of stuff that moves through there. Now, what's the name of that place again? Quivira, Q-U-I-V-I-R-A. Quivira in, in Kansas. Wow, so all kinds of shorebirds. And what, what other ones did you get? You said other lifers, too. And yeah, for those who aren't uh, familiar with the term, by the way, just a bird that you have uh, had never seen before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, snowy plover was a mm. good one for there. Uh, Wilson's phalarope was another I hadn't seen before. Wow. Pretty cool. And what other shorebirds that you may have seen before? Oh, they have all sorts of, you know, pond and marsh birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, egrets, uh, ibis, herons. They have lots of terns, uh, particularly black terns, 
lots of uh, cranes in season. Sandhill cranes mm. come through there in mm. tens of thousands. Mm-hmm. Well, we were out in Nebraska uh, just a few weeks ago on the Platte River. We saw, well, hundreds of thousands of sandhill cranes. So we're going to have to head to Kansas next. I think so. It's a fun place. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Ray. Okay. Enjoy the show. Thanks so much. Dave in Hillsboro, North Carolina, correctly identifying the black-necked stilt, officially mostly found in the southern states here, as well as further south, but occasionally uh, foraging or uh, foraying further north uh, in, in Kansas, for example. Stilts, those long legs, second longest legs in proportion to their bodies of any bird exceeded only by flamingos. We are out of time for our program for this morning. We thank you so much for being with us. We hope you'll keep in touch with us any way you can via email, uh, Facebook, Twitter, anything. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Call us anytime. Give us a call or send us an email. That email address, by the way, is ray at talkingbirds.com. Ray at talkingbirds.com. Coming up on a show in the very near future, we'll talk with our friend Don Kruzma, possibly the greatest expert on bird sounds on the planet, and he has recently completed a bicycling trip all the way across the country looking for birds. We'll be looking forward to talking with Don. That is our show for this morning. The executive producer is Mark Duffield, our associate producer, Debbie Bleacher, our engineer, Tim McKenney. I'm Ray Brown. See you next week. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store. For Lean's Cape Cod, birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By L.L. Bean, inspiring you to get outdoors. LLBean.com. By Celestron, offering binoculars and scopes for birders of all levels. Celestron.com. By Birds and Beans, shade-grown, bird-friendly coffee. Birdsandbeans.com. And by Chimani. Visiting a national park? Let Chimani guide you. Chimani.com.